Welcome to Main Thing Radio with Robert Fountain, pastor of Calvary Chapel, Miami Beach, in Miami Beach, Florida. Join us as Robert teaches through God's Word. like us. He's different. But what the Bible says is that he wants to change us and make us more and more like him. One of the things that he does is he begins to focus our attention more on the future. You know, the natural man, as I said in the beginning, is only focused on the here and now. It's only focused on the five senses and the things that you can see and hear and taste and touch and feel. The present life. But once the Spirit of God, the Eternal One, takes up residence within you, he begins to speak to you about What's going to come after this? There is so much more to your existence than what you can physically sense. If your focus is solely on those things, you're bound for a life full of disappointment. But as Pastor Robert teaches us in today's message, when you walk in relationship with God, it opens your heart up to a whole new spiritual existence that is eternal and full of hope when you trust in Him. Stick around after today's message from Pastor Robert. I have quite a bit of information that I'd like to share with you. Our web address, podcast subscription information, and our contact information. Now here's Pastor Robert in the book of 1 Corinthians chapter 2 with today's edition of Main Thing Radio. No one knows the things of God except the Spirit of God. Paul's point is that the Spirit of God will reveal to you the deep things of God. But you have to ask. You have to want that. You have to let go of what you've always thought or what you've, you know, the image that you have put upon God, you have to let that go. He is who he is. And he has revealed himself in the scriptures in general terms, and even in some specific terms, but he he wants to reveal himself in a very intimate and personal way to you. Some of you know what I'm talking about because his spirit lives within you. You came to him one day and said, please forgive me. I need you to be God in my life. I want you to be my Lord, my master. I want you to teach me. I want you to be in control. And, and, and so his spirit moved in and began to change you and began to teach you and began to reveal things to you and began to lead you just like Paul promised in Romans eight fourteen. The spirit of God began to lead your life. He made you his child. But some of you are sitting out there and, and you're, you're thinking, you yeah, know, this is weird. Well, let that be a wake-up to you. It's only weird because His Spirit doesn't live within you. You're still a natural man, and so you're not getting it. You're not going to get it. You're not going to figure it out. It's going to seem strange because it simply cannot be figured out and grasped and understood through, through the senses. Let me read one more passage to you. Again, it's John, but this time it's in the Gospel of John, and it's actually Jesus speaking. John is just writing it down for us and remembering it. Jesus said to his disciples in John sixteen twelve, he said, I still have many things to say to you, but you cannot bear them now. In other words, you're not ready for it. You're not ready for it. You're not going to be able to understand it. My spirit is not yet living within you. This is, it's, it's, you're not ready. 
I have a lot more, but you're not ready for it. However, verse 13, when he, the spirit of truth, has come, he will guide you into all truth. For he will not speak on his own authority, but whatever he hears, he will speak, and he will tell you things to come. He will glorify me, for he will take of what is mine and declare it to you. All things that the Father has are mine. Therefore, I said, he will take of mine and declare it to you. See, Jesus promised that his spirit would teach us, tutor us, explain this stuff to us, reveal the things of God, the heart of God, the mind of God. You know, Paul says at one point there at the end of the passage, we have the mind of Christ. What does he mean by that? Well, if the Holy Spirit is living within you, he is revealing to you the very thoughts of God. He's willing to express to you and even through you the thoughts of God himself. And I'm not talking about some kind of weird, mystical sort of thing. You know, it's it's just a very natural thing that once he comes to live inside you, he begins that subtle, gentle work of changing the way you look at life. You know, I talked about the fact that God is not like us. He's different. But what the Bible says is that he wants to change us and make us more and more like him. One of the things that he does is he begins to focus our attention more on the future. You know, the natural man, as I said in the beginning, is only focused on the here and now. It's only focused on the five senses and the things that you can see and hear and taste and touch and feel. The present life. But once the Spirit of God, the eternal one, takes up residence within you, he begins to speak to you about what's going to come after this. begins to focus your attention on the fact that there is more than what you can see with your senses here with your senses, taste and smell and touch. There's, do you realize there's more going on around you right now than you can experience with your five senses? There's more taking place. And, and, and I'll illustrate it just poorly. The things that are happening in your mind and your heart right now, I can't know them. He does. He does. He hears your thoughts. He feels your heartbeat. He understands your questions, your grief, your fear, your anger, your frustration, your hopes, your dreams, your expectations. He knows it intimately. How? Well, I don't quite get it. But I believe, based on Scripture, that one day I will. That one day you and I will share with him that ability to relate at a much deeper level. The level of the Spirit. That, they, that we will enjoy a oneness with others in whom His Spirit dwells that we can't really even imagine or comprehend. Yet, there's more going on right now than you and I can fully appreciate or fathom. But He wants to take us deeper into those things. He wants to express Himself to us, in us, through us. He wants to reveal Himself. And the key is us wanting him to do that in our lives. You know, something else I want us to just quickly look at, though. Look at verse 15, going back to 1 Corinthians chapter 2. At the end of the passage, a couple of things that I want to draw your attention to as we get ready to close here. He makes a statement there in verse 15. He says, you know, the natural man can't can't even know the things of God because they're spiritually discerned. But he who is spiritual discerns all things, yet he himself is rightly discerned or judged by by no one. He who is spiritual, who who is that 
talking about? You know, and, and the reason that I bring this up is, is that so often I hear that term used by people, even in this church. I hear it from single people a lot. You know, I'll hear from, from a young lady, you know, you know, pastor, he's not a Christian, but he's really spiritual. Oh, that scares me. And, and let me tell you why it scares me. Because the Bible says they're different spirits. Oh, but he's so nice. He's actually, I mean, he's more kind and thoughtful and, and selfless than a lot of the Christian guys I know. And he's so spiritual. I've told you this story before, but I have to tell it to you again. So if you've heard it, just bear with me. When I was about 21 years old, working in Atlanta, I was invited by my boss and the, the project coordinator. It was a construction project and I was managing one aspect and, you know, my boss and, and, and the, the general contractor, um, invited me to, to go out for drinks and, and dinner and that kind of thing. They were both a good bit older than me. And, and so as soon as we got to this place, which was kind of like a Bennigan's or a, you know, pub sort of an atmosphere, um, it was on a Friday night. As soon as we got there, they, they wanted to ditch me. Became a parent. You know, I'm just a kid. And so my, uh, my boss, who was uh, a bit of a nut, reached out and grabbed this young lady, you know, attractive young woman, walked through the front door in a business suit, you know, outfit and, and um, winter coat. He just reached out and grabbed her by the elbow. And she's shocked. And, and he said, this is my friend Robert. He wants to buy you a drink. And she's like, Okay. And, you know, I'm in shock. So we sit down and, uh, you know, so who are you? And uh, we started talking. And within about an hour, she reveals to me that she's a witch. Now, my reaction was kind of like that, you know, (laughs) just to, you know, kind of laughed. And she didn't laugh. I'll never forget it. We're sitting in a booth in this thing, you know, and I said, you're a witch. And she said, yeah, zap. And I laughed, you know, and she's... Not laughing at all. And so I look back at her and, you know, kind of now the, the smile is fading, you know. And I'm like, you're serious. And she said, deadly serious. Then she went on to explain to me why she follows this one who has been around from the beginning of time, who has all the answers, knows everything, the secrets of the universe. And she began witnessing to me for Satan. No joke. His love is the main thing. His love is the main thing. We're so glad you tuned in today for Pastor Robert's message in the book of 1 Corinthians. If you'd like to hear today's teaching again or learn more about Main Thing Radio, visit our website at mainthingradio.com. Before our time with you is through for the day, we'd like to take a moment and ask you to consider partnering with us here at Main Thing Radio. We'd be grateful if you'd take some time today to lift us up in prayer. As we continue to produce programs to spread the good news of the gospel, we want to make sure we're listening to our Creator first and following His directions always. Would you also pray for our listeners that each one would allow Jesus to speak truth into their heart? We have one more way you can join us in what we're doing here at Main Thing Radio, and Tracy's here with all the details. We all know that it's vitally important to support the local church, the place we call home, but it's also very important to support missionaries. Have you ever considered that Main Thing Radio is missionary work? It is. We need your support to continue to share God's word over the airwaves. 
please prayerfully consider financially supporting Main Thing Radio. Log on to MainThingRadio.com and click on the donate button. Thanks, Tracy. Any amount given is greatly appreciated and useful. Thanks for praying about this, and thanks for listening today to Main Thing Radio.